and that I think that is exactly that. That is the lesson: is just to take action. Like I said earlier, it's, you don't need to watch another video. You don't need to read another book. You don't need to go on another. Just do, and keep doing. And and yeah, you're right. It is that. Um, yeah, I would say I'm a. Fu- I take action. I do. I will take massive action. Get, tell me what I need to do, and I'll just go and do it. But yes, what I found that yes, I think it's that having that. I call it that a dance. You just got to dance between the unthinking, then the thinking, then the doing, <laughs> then go back to unthinking, then think, then do, and sort of have this dance throughout your day. Welcome to the Ad Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast the place where we help entrepreneurs to not hate their boss. Our mission is to end entrepreneurial unhappiness. If you dream of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Ad Valued Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life and business. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life that they desire. You deserve it, and it is possible. My name is Robert Peterson, former passer, turned CEO and the smiling coach. I believe that success without happiness is failing, but there is hope. Join us each week as we bring you an inspiring leader or message to help you. Thanks for investing time with us today. Today's guest has spent her adult life being a coach. Since 1993, she's worked in the fitness industry in London, around Europe, as a qualified personal trainer and sports therapist. She's run her own fitness studio, In 2016, Karen Roberts became an online coach for a high-ticket affiliate company, helping people transition from being an employee to business owner, which was teaching them about creating a growth mindset. She learned the process of selling high-ticket coaching programs without having a background in sales. Now she's created her very own program aimed at coaches, consultants, therapists, and healers who are great at giving, not so good at receiving, and are struggling to get their income to six figures and beyond. Karen owns Mint Wave Radio and Raising Vibrations Podcast Network, providing a platform for coaches to get their message heard, which will increase their sales. Karen Roberts shares her gritty, accidental entrepreneurial journey with Robert Noel. Like many others, she got it wrong more than she got it right, but kept moving forward and improving. It's important to say yes to things and then figure it out. The entrepreneurial journey is a crucible of personal growth, and she learned that no one is teaching coaches and therapists how to go from giving away their services to attracting paying clients who love them. If you're an entrepreneur who started their business with a purpose and a passion that has been lost in the busyness of the daily grind, we get it. That is why we've opened up our free strategy calls. A lot of entrepreneurs, probably including you, just want a sense of clarity on the barriers holding them back that you need to overcome in order to accelerate your growth and achieve your dreams. These short 30-minute calls give you a chance to work with one of our coaches without any commitment or pressure. Scheduling is easy. Just go to smilingcall.com. Let's jump on a call and get you the help and clarity you need. Select a time and let's build your business. It's time for you to add value. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to have this conversation. And uh, just I uh, just have to say, I love your hair, love your accent, even though no one else has heard it yet. Um, this is just going to be a wonderful first recording of 2023. 
we're here. Uh, hey, well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I can't believe it's uh, with Christmas and New Year over the weekend. It's been a little bit odd. We had a bank holiday yesterday because, as you can hear, I'm in London. So uh, we had an extra holiday yesterday. So, yeah, today is day one, really, for us for the 2023. <laughs> Woohoo! Yep, same here. So let's keep it. <laughs> All right, Karen, we, we let our guests just share their own entrepreneurial journey and we use that as a kicking off point to uh to have our conversation okay so well i suppose mine started uh i suppose a little bit by accident really i mean i've been in the fitness i was in the fitness industry for well 25 years 27 years as a sports therapist so wasn't around computers at all you know I spent my life in gyms or fitness studios I had my own fitness studio in the Algarve for eight years so um I spent my life jumping around a studio really having fun to music that was my life and then in 2016 um I gave up fitness because quite frankly I was tired you know I'm not getting any younger and I thought what can I do that I can continue doing right so for me uh, the thought process was to go to be a speaker and sort of do motivational stuff because I suppose that that fitted with with my life. And I joined a coaching team for a, uh, an online education company selling high ticket coaching programs. And sales, for starters, was not my thing. You know, it was I was never around it. I never needed it. You know, even working as a personal trainer, you know, I had my clients as a sports therapist. I worked in a health club, you know, I had clients ready there. I just didn't have any experience of that at all. And I suppose I just learned that there's a process to it. That's it. Very, very simple. But um, we don't know what we don't know, right? Absolutely. And then uh, the company shut down and, I, and, and it was literally, it was instant. And I thought, oh, never again will I put my face in something that's outside of my control I want to I want to create my own thing so I actually went back to the the fitness world I suppose I retrained in nutrition and I thought oh, I'm going to launch this uh, new program online I studied the ketogenic diet and fasting for health because obviously you know the health and wellness is, industry is what I'd you know been around all my adult life and then of course uh lockdown happened so I was just launching a career at the end of 2019 and of course um, as many people we had to transition and uh really for my own I would say my own mental sanity at the beginning of lockdown I put on an online summit never done it before and it was really for me to keep focused on it but I, I loved it I had 20 speakers all coaches from the mental, physical, spiritual perspective. And I found that I'm nosy. <laughs> I liked hearing people's stories as to, like you've just asked me, how do you, did you get to where you are now? And why are you doing what, you, what you're doing? And, uh, and then on the back of that, I was uh, asked to do a radio show, the owner of Mintwave Radio Station. And again, I didn't know what I was doing. And I just said, yes, of course, why not? And then again, what, what I found was that 
everybody I spoke to, they were very passionate about what they were doing and they genuinely wanted to help people, but many were either struggling to get clients because they didn't have the sales background. I thought, aha, I can help here. And then secondly, I found that, you know, everybody was serving a different segment of society. They were all solving different problems and they all had different tools in their toolboxes. And I thought, well, you know, how do people go and find the right coach for them? So we created a directory. And then as soon as that happened, the owner of Mintwave Radio Station asked me to, do you want the station? I said, well, yeah. <laughs> so it has just naturally in, evolved. Um, initially, it didn't start out as this the, as, as a big plan, but it just sort of, through what's happened outside of our control, it's just sort of naturally evolved to where we are doing what we're doing now. Well, that's fantastic. So, so now you've got a coaching directory, you've got a radio station. Um, so, so, so tell us who, who's your ideal client and, and who's the niche that you're really trying to serve? Well, you know, and it, it, it's, <laughs> it's an odd question actually, because yes, I would always teach that, you know, have quite a, you know, a, a, a narrow niche. However, because this has evolved this way, I suppose our, our niche is coaches and consultants from the conventional to the more woo-woo, because my show is uh, called A Coffee with Karen, A Cup of Positivity with just a sprinkling of woo-woo. <laughs> because although I come from a very physical place, you know, teaching fitness, even the way I treated injuries was very physical, you know, um, through my journey, hearing other people, and I've been in the, well, I can only class myself as a student of the self-development arena for the last 20 years. That side of things has always fascinated me anyway. And so I suppose that's where maybe a little bit more of the woo-woo has come in. Um, even though I think it's all woo-woo, we just dress it up as physical or mental. <laughs> um, so. And, and it was really that the idea behind the show was to sort of drip feed because a lot of people, if they're, I don't know, looking for an executive coach and it's all very um, official, you know, it people may not have been uh, put in front of some alternative thought processes. I think these days the combination of the mental and the physical, I think is people have got that now, you know, there's so much talk these days. Um, about mental health you know they're really pushing that now but the one thing they're not is the spiritual part of it and we know that it's it's all combined right you can't have one without the other right. they're, they're all connected and you know everybody's got different beliefs I'm not necessarily talking about religion I'm just talking about spirituality in general but they're all talking, I, I still believe they're all talking about the same thing. They've just got different labels for it and, you know, each to their own. And so we just wanted to, I don't know, open people's eyes up to what is out there and what people are offering to, to help them. Because quite often it's not, there isn't a specific, when I talk about a physical answer, I could mean, that could be like strategies and processes if it's if it's related to business. But we know that there's more to it. It's the mindset part of it. 
And there, of course, there is a spiritual part of it. You've got to be heart centered. You've got to be doing what you, well, what your purpose is, whatever you choose it to be, what is truly connected to, you know, what you want to do. So, yeah, our, our, I suppose our directory, what we're going for is, yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're more conventional and it's very strategy, strategy, or there's some healing of trauma and things that would help because everybody has different needs. And, you know, even if they have the same goal, there could be lots of different ways to help them get there. Does that make sense? Of course. (laughs) All right. So you talked about your own personal development journey. So how did you develop the confidence to shift from dancing around the gym, giving instructions to this online space now, giving giving instructions through Zoom? I know well, it, it, it's a bit of an odd, um, a bit of an odd transition, I would say. And it's and it, <laughs> quite a again, different question. Most people would see me as being very confident. Obviously, you know, I'll jump up on stage in front of hundreds of people, no problem. The moment I knew there'd be a camera on me, I would totally fall apart. I still have an issue with photos. I don't know why. I'll get I'll get up on stage and talk. I'll do video all day and talk. But in the beginning, oh my goodness, because when I used to teach, we'd have to whatever modality I was teaching. So I was learning something new. We'd have to send a video of me teaching in for it to be assessed. And I, I, and I was actually a UK national assessor for, for other um, instructors. And I would just fall apart. I just, you know, in the moment I knew a camera was on me, I just obviously couldn't talk. You know, my words just wouldn't come out. But as we know, it's just something that you learn. And you, we all go through this learning process. And I can remember back, when I was sort of teaching all the fitness, when we would do the courses, they would talk about the, you know, you start off, everybody starts off being unconsciously incompetent. They don't know what they don't know, um, you know, which is actually quite a blissful place to be until they become consciously incompetent where they now know that, oh, maybe there's a little bit more to it. And some people would get scared and backtrack because of overwhelm. And then if people just realize that all they've got to do is just keep going, keep practicing, not um, not watching videos or reading more books or going on more, but actually doing, getting it wrong, no problem, keep going, keep going. They become consciously competent. So now they're they're sort of ready and they're doing the thing, but they're still having to really think about it and work about it. And then where we all want to be is unconsciously let me get it right, unconsciously competent, where we no longer have to even think about it. And it just, you just get the job done. And we all want to just jump from one to four overnight. And we can't, you know, there is no, there is no cheat sheet for that. You know, we've got to go through the process. So I think for me, because I'd gone through that so many times with different things that I've taught, I was very aware that I just needed to go through the process. So I think for me, it was a little bit easier going into the online space. Um, You know, there was a lot to learn. 
And did I get it right first time? No. <laughs> Do I still make mistakes now? Yes. But I think my past has helped what I'm doing now, right? Because, and it's a constantly changing uh, landscape, right? You know, it's it's like, keep up. <laughs> my daughter doesn't think I'm very fast with a lot of things online. <laughs> But uh, you, yeah, you've just got to you've just got to keep going. You've got to keep going. And I suppose for me, when I did start with this online education company, that's really what I was trying to help people do was that transition from being an employee, where you know we're used to be just being told what to do. And I suppose I've I've never really been an employee. I was always uh, self-employed. I was always doing my my thing so that that was natural and it was I found it very interesting that some people struggle because well I suppose we all would like to have the whole process put in front of us and just do the things that we need to do and I found it very fascinating that uh, you know when people go into the online space and they don't have anything in place they're just sort of you know throwing mud at the wall and hoping something will stick because they're used to having a boss or the manager or, or who, whoever is their upline giving them set things to do every day and they don't question it. They don't procrastinate about it. And they just get the job done. And then suddenly they're working for themselves, which everybody says that's what they want, but they don't have that. They've lost that accountability. They've lost the, you know, the, the steps, the specific steps. And actually, they waste so much time doing nothing or they're busy being busy, not getting anything done. <laughs> and it's, I found the whole process just really, really fascinating. I'm going to lean in here, girl. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. So loved the title for your show. You mentioned um, coffee with care and a cup of positivity with a sprinkling of woo woo. So what, what led you to start your show? It was literally that we did. Um, so it was back in, I think it was in the May of the first, I, I don't know when you guys locked down over there, but in the UK, I think the madness started sort of in the February, March. So I put on a summit in May. Um, I can't even think what it was called. Uh, ladies take on the world or something it was just something to try and uplift people because obviously you know things weren't great right um so I had some fitness instructors some people who did the more yoga and the more you know not really very woo woo but more on the spiritual side of things and and it would it just it just came from I did have the idea of a coffee with Karen I think a few years before because I can remember remember a coach when the, when the company I was working for got shut down. I said something about it. He said, oh, you should trademark that. I haven't. I still haven't. <laughs> but when it came up, when I, I was just asked out of the blue, because I put on the summit, somebody uh, got in touch with me who owned Mintwave Radio. And, and I've never, I'd never even considered it. But um, I've always said yes to things and then figure it out once. Then panic, more like. <laughs> what have I done? What am I doing? Um, but again, it's, it's, you know, yeah, in the beginning, it was, it was tough to commit to a, a 60 minute show every week. And yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have anything to sell. It wasn't for financial 
it was I was thinking ahead thinking well if I just get in the process of doing it once I've figured out what I'm actually going to do then I've already built a little bit of influence within an audience when I you know make that decision so it sort of just sort of came from that and it was just a natural um involvement really nice yeah now you're uh you have your 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 show coffee with karen but they're also leading the mint wave organization and you know, tell us a little bit about that well so th again that just fell in my lap uh, um literally we'd, we'd not long launched my academy so you know I, I was back coaching my own clients and he i mean you know look it wasn't a big station right okay it'd been going for a few years he only had about 10 shows um none of them have continued so i've launched with totally new shows but it just it felt the right decision because it sort of fitted in with literally 10 days previous to getting the well not the phone call message via facebook saying do you want the station I had announced during a live of my vision of creating a directory because I was saying like, what, you know, we're not in competition guys. Like everyone's doing different things. Some are fitness coaches, some are this coaches, some are helping heal trauma from whatever. Like, why don't we collaborate? Because what about the public coming to, how do they find the right coach for them? Because I just realized that that title coach what does it mean it was like well yes you're going to be helping somebody do something or you're helping somebody get some kind of transformation but if everybody's doing different things why not let's create something where even the public can come and even if they think they were looking for one particular thing they might be able to look and see well oh well actually oh what shadow work or what's this or oh i've never heard of that oh well, actually maybe I need 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 a bit of that and so it was it just sort of came from that so the idea of having the radio show the radio station was like well this could be a platform for everybody to get their message heard you know to get their message out there so that they can find the right fit for them so yeah me and my big ideas yeah I think that's where the spirituality comes in you say you say these things and we we verbalize what we want and what we desire and what the passions are and what the ideas that come and the universe helps make it happen. hundred percent. And, and, and funny you say that because I say, well, I would say that I have got it wrong for the last 20 years. And I'll tell you for why 20, uh, it's got to be more than 20, 20 years ago. Now, when I was in first introduced to the self-development arena, um, I was involved with a, uh, an MLM, nutritional supplements, because I was in the fitness industry. I was rubbish because I couldn't sell anything. wasn't very good at it, but I loved going to the once a month meetings and it was on health and you'd listen to doctors or people have switched to more the holistic arena. And I was fascinated in that. And of course, you know, they, doing, they do a lot with self-development. A lot of these MLM companies, they are very sort of driven with the self-development. So I can remember going to one and the guy up on stage, who was my upline, suggested three books. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what he says. 
And one was Think and Grow Rich, like everybody's read. I mean, my book has been read and read and read and read. It's really in tatters. Because again, how do we learn? Spaced repetition of a new idea. You know, I've read it over and over and over. The second one was uh, Psychosurbanetics. And the third one was Who Moved My Cheese? A tiny little book about two little mouse mice. <laughs> yeah. So those are the that, that was my uh, introduction to the self-development. Never heard of it before then, nothing. But what I got from that was always about thoughts, your thinking. And, I, I, and then from that, I did a you were, the You Were Born Rich program, Bob Proctor, over a weekend with my upline. And to this day, I've still got the workbook. And I'm sure my upline, bless them, wanted me to have my goal as being whatever it was, diamond within the company. But except my goal, and this is true story, this, my goal, I wrote down, uh, I wanted to own my own fitness studio. I wanted to own a house because I was still in rented and drive a four by four. Don't know why. It's very, not very good for the environment anymore. But at that time, that's what I wrote down. Now, no word of a lie, that was 2000. Oh, I think. Now, my daughter was born 99. About 2000. That was around about the year 2000. Now, 2003, the end of 2003, we moved. So, still in the fitness industry, just teaching everywhere. Me and my partner moved to the Algarve in Portugal. We decided to move abroad. No plan of starting our own fitness studio. We naively thought we'll just do what we do in London, teach in different gyms. Of course, it's a village in <laughs> a very sunny place. Not everyone's going to want to, not enough work, right? So we thought, well, we'll have to start our own because there's not enough work here. And I'm, I've got a four-year-old and I'm seven months pregnant when we moved. And so I'm going to blame Bob Proctor for that when he says burn the boats, right? We did. It was like a one-way ticket. I was seven months pregnant. There's no turning back. And so at that time, Bob had, so that was 2003. So we knew that Bob was doing the film The Secret when it was going to be the original documentary. We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by Perfect Publishing, a different approach to publishing a book. Perfect Publishing carefully chooses heroes of hope who exemplify living a life they created through faith, hope, patience, and persistence. No matter what page you open to in this mini cube of hope, you will find a leader with a big heart. You will see you are not alone. The authors may share similar challenges that only hope and action could resolve. Get your free ebook at getadoseofhope.com. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. So we had, because I was still listening to Bob, you know, back then it was cassettes, tapes, yeah, in the car, probably on the way down listening. And one of the coaches, you know, called to obviously, now I know, tried to upsell me into the coaching program. And of course, like now we're in a new country, no chance, no credit, no nothing. But I said, um, well, we have pre-ordered the secret. And he gave me the best bit of advice I've ever received. He told me there is so much depth to that film. Watch it twice a day for a month. And at the time, I thought, you're crazy. <laughs> I've only watched Star Wars about 10 times, not 30 or 60. <laughs> um, but again, I thought, well, you're where you're, you are. We're where we are. Maybe we should listen to that advice. And we did. 
And I, to this day, I swear that we would not have had our own fitness studio if we hadn't taken that advice. So long story short, we ended up with our own fitness studio. We bought a house on the back of it. And I did get my, we had, we got a four by four. We had a truck. I called it my monster truck purely because the police said that we could no longer drive our English cars because we have a Portuguese business. And to get around it, that's why everybody drives these trucks, because it was the only way to sort of get it through the business. So I got my, and I only realized after, and I actually emailed my upline to say, look, I'm sorry I didn't do very well in new ways, but it does work, because I did get my goals. Nice. <laughs> but they talk about thoughts. Thoughts become things. It's all about thinking. And what I figured, we, when I realized, uh, I started uh, listening back to uh, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. And I had probably bought that back then as well, but I read it once. And that, that's just, again, proof that you don't get enough from it. So I listened to it day in, day out, day in, day out. And that was more actually, no, unthink. So I would call it, I, I, I would say to my people, I'll go, oh, I've been practicing my unthinking. As you can see, I talk a lot. Right? So once I sh zip it verbally and mentally, that's when everything come up. And that is no word of a lie. That is when the idea of the um, directory came from after a period of unthinking. Um, and that, for me now is I realized I was getting it wrong. Stop the thinking. Speech, which is hard for me. Be quiet. It is. Yeah. And you've got to be able to listen. And yeah. Uh, I mean, we have, I mean, we talk about active listening in, in relationships and couples and business and but there's also listening on your own when you're sitting and meditating and speaking, you know, journaling and processing. We got to listen and allow those thoughts to process and and come to us as they're meant to. Hundred percent. And and I honestly think that that is where things just went boom, 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 and everything aligned and everything happened so quickly. And. It's the realization of it doesn't have to be so hard. We've been conditioned to, we've got to work hard and I've got to think and I've got to do this and I've got to prep and I've got to, oh, it's exhausting. Well, and I think a lot of people and even some of the language you've used makes it sound like it was luck. Oh, this just fell into my lap. Well, this just fell into my lap. But the truth is you were, you were not only unthinking, you were taking action and, and you were in motion. And I think a lot of people are spending their time unthinking on the couch, waiting for a business to drop into their lap, waiting for a client to fall into their lap, waiting for something else to happen. And you mentioned something earlier that I think is just so powerful. I say yes. And then I figure it out. And and that's that's a real superpower um, that, that many people need to learn because they're hesitating, they're procrastinating, they're delaying decisions rather than just saying yes and figuring it out and taking action and, and learning as you go, because you'll never learn until you start. No matter how good your plan is, I don't care if you're the world's best planner, until you take action, you don't know whether it works or not. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, I think that is exactly that. That is the lesson, is just 
to take action. Like I said earlier, it's, you don't need to watch another video. You don't need to read another book. You don't need to go on another. Just do and keep doing. And, and yeah, you're right. It is that, um, yeah, I would say I'm a, I take action. I do. I will take massive action. Tell me what I need to do and I'll just go and do it. But yes, what I found that, yes, I think it's that having that, I call it that a dance. You just got to dance between the unthinking, then the thinking, then the doing, <laughs> then go back to unthinking, then think, then do, and sort of have this dance throughout your day. Um, you know, not that I've totally mastered it, you know, I can get caught up and in thinking mode. Um, and then weirdly, the action that comes from that is never as productive as if I had actually taken time to unthink. Then the action that comes after that seems to just happen. Is that making sense? It just, I could, otherwise I could waste, I could, I could waste the whole day and end up thinking, what have I actually done today? Whereas oh, if totally. I myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Totally understand. And I think the thought that comes to mind is that there's a difference between what you're describing as unthinking and those people who sit on the couch and not think. Yes. So there's, unthinking there's, there's, is a, there's yeah. an intent behind it, isn't there? Mm -hmm. There is a, a specific intent behind it, but it is, it's it's that connecting to whether you call it God, universal source, whatever you choose to call it, it's all the same thing. But it is that having that connection. And yeah, something you said uh, earlier about the, yeah, you've got to be, you've got to learn to listen. You've, you've got to be an active listener. And I think that's what it is. It's trying to stop the chitter chatter, the ego mind taking over and just listen. And then that's when the ideas come up. That's when that. And then when you go and open your computer and go back your day, all of a sudden, you know, I'd get things done in no time at all. Whereas I'm like, mm, I didn't. <laughs> oh no, that's right. It would just flow. And so to me now, you just think, oh man, we make life so hard on ourselves because we've been conditioned to use this ego mind and actually that's no 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 the mind is useful obviously we need to use the mind to, to do things but however if we trust that inner voice when we do come to use the mind it works for us rather than it controlling us right i suppose it'll work together with it yeah and so talking about needs. talking about that mind and, and that meditation and obviously exercise has been important to you. What are what are some routines for you that are daily routines that are non-negotiables? I start my day. <laughs> I think you might think this is a little bit weird. Right. I start my day. I'm into oil pulling. So I use coconut oil. I oil, oil pull about 20 minutes. I go back to bed and I oil pull while I'm sort of um chilling as it were clean my teeth and i uh uh i will there's something i learned many years ago uh i don't do it every day um because i can get complacent like everybody else and then i go back to it and realize why i should keep doing it um tony robbins i don't i don't know where i saw it i can't even think what book but ask five questions so one what are you happy about in your life right now 
why, how does that make you feel? So I suppose it's all about building on the emotion. So then number two, what are you excited about and why? How does that make you feel? Uh, what are you proud of? Then what are you grateful for? What are you enjoying most? So I don't know if I'm right. My perception of it is I suppose it's, again, rather than the thinking, what I see from that process is really trying to get into the feeling place of it. So then each question builds on the next to actually, um, because again, it's rather than it being a, 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 a to-do list, oh, <laughs> I just going through it, really trying to build on those feelings and then, yeah, who do you love? Who loves me? Think about that, find that feeling place and then, and, and then go about your goal. So I have, only recently, um, just before, just before Christmas, actually, um, got a, I've never been one to journal. Um, but I do now do. So I'll rewrite out my goals, rewrite out my goals. And weirdly, isn't that the secret in um, Think and Grow Rich? So I'm a bit of a slow learner. <laughs> most Most of us are. Taken me a while to get that bit. I've heard it over the time, but they, see, this is this see, this is the thing, isn't it? Between the difference between knowing something and doing it, I've heard it over and over. Yeah, 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 journey, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't doing it. Well, and that's entrepreneurship. We we hear it, we hear it, we hear it, we listen, we read the books, and until we actually absorb it and put it into our fingers, does it actually do anything? No. And it's, but it's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? I mean, it's just like, I suppose, well, look, here we are. Um, people have got, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? Have you got them written down? No. Well, how many times have you heard? Write your goals down. You've heard it a thousand times. Oh, where are they written down? So now I do have one. Yeah, you got to remember them and process them and remind yourself and your subconscious and the, uh, the, the universe that this is what we're working for. And, and it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Because, I mean, you know, I don't know the number, right? So I'm plucking a number out of the ether because right. I think I've heard it somewhere. It could be so far off, but 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, it could be five times, 10 times or whatever, but it, it, it's a number. It's a lot, right? So it makes sense that just because you think about your goals once, <laughs> it's going to happen because they've just been put out by the other thoughts that you've had for the rest of the day of all the doubts and worries and oh goodness oh I'm never going to do this this is never going to work they've just been cancelled out so you know even without it being woo woo just looking at it logically out of all the thoughts you have in a day it would make sense that you want to take some time out to focus on the thoughts that you want to happen as opposed to most people, and again, I'm not saying I don't do it because I do. We've been conditioned to actually spend more time thinking about the things that maybe aren't going so well, or you know, and, and it's it's it just you know, you just think, why isn't this taught in schools? Why aren't these children um learning this from from birth? 
Um, and it's and because it, it's such a shame because it's again it's easy when you know how, but it's only easy when you do it. Right. <laughs> so you mentioned um, obviously you mentioned a few Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins, Eckhart Tolle. These are mentors that you've had through books, through through online. Programs. Yeah. How 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 have mentors directed? your growth process and, and your success in business? Oh, uh, massively. I mean, I just am a believer every coach needs a coach. Everyone. And if your coach doesn't have a coach, then get another coach. <laughs> because, because we're never going to get it all. And um, I mean, Eckhart, I, I listen, I'm, I'm, I'm late, I'm a little bit lazy in some aspects. I, I, I don't really read books anymore. Because of the power of tech, I have Audible. So I listen, and Eckhart Tolle has got such an amazing, calming, lovely voice. So I, it's so easy to listen to him every day. Um, it's like, oh, I want to be like Eckhart. He's just so chilled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, relaxed. So got it stuffed. Um, so, yeah, massively. I, I've had many coaches throughout the years. and. I, I've learnt and progressed from every single one. There's not, I've not had one bad coach. I've not had one coach that I haven't learned or grown from. Um, so yeah, massive. Uh, any, any, I'm trying to think of, there's any, oh, of course, Joe Dispenser, I would say now. I listen to a lot of Joe. He seems to be bringing the, again, I suppose it is the, you know, same thing that I've been trying to do is the drip feeding, the woo-woo. He sort of seems to be bringing the physical tech or physical scientific part of it to the more woo-woo to try and to try and prove, I suppose, to the skeptics that this works. And 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 I just see that as you know that hopefully people can look that and, and see it as living proof because he's testing uh the whole energy in a room so that you can see so that you know it's it's so funny that we've again uh been conditioned and us obviously more more so people who aren't religious then because they don't have that inner faith it's like they want proof they want to see that something's happening and maybe you know rightly or wrongly you know, some people are coming into the arena and doing that so that they do have the proof because, yeah, you believe it when you see it. Well, you know, you're not going to just all the way wrong, but whatever works, whatever, whatever it takes to change your mindset, then that's got to be a good thing. But that's how I see that's how I see things that have changed, you know, over the years. It's definitely fun to see the science coming along and and telling us that you know when Napoleon Hill talks about the brain being ascending and receiving unit that now science can actually see elements of that and and so confirming you know stuff that's a hundred was written hundred years ago with a different explanation but now science is saying uh, look this is this is really what is happening so powerful yeah yeah and I think there's some research and stuff that's happening recently we've had a couple conversations on 
you know, focusing on the left side of the brain, we talk about systems and what you need to do and the to-do list and the tasks and the productivity, but the heart also needs to be involved. We, oh. we need that buy-in we need to have the understanding. We need to feel like it's our baby. And there's a lot of thought. I mean, it's just cohesive. If you were to think about the left and the right side of the brain and coaching on both aspects. A hundred percent. And I think, again, that's where, you know, maybe you have got things wrong in the past because it has been left brain, left brain, left brain, left brain. You know, I've got to do this. I've got to, you know, I'm right now. I feel so much more in balance. Things don't take so long because it is that combining that, you know, again, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because we have been conditioned through school to do things in this way because they can't see because it's just a feeling yeah. that they don't trust. So that's how we've been conditioned. But, and I suppose the only way to prove, because I, I don't have any tech in my house that can measure the energy like Joe can, but I suppose the only way is through experience. So I know because I've tried it one way and I've tried it another way and I don't know which way works. <laughs> right. So I know now. So I think for anybody going through their journey, the only way they're going to learn is through experiencing it. Well, there's an element of faith and belief that has to has to play into. And it's really the belief, what you believe about yourself, the stories that you tell yourself that that really impacts the, the impact that you have in the world. And so really, you know, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And so many people are stuck focusing on what they don't have and the negative emotions and the negative feelings. And we're not taught to experience and get focused on these positive things like the five questions you're asking yourself really do help you focus on the feelings on the positive side on the gratitude and 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 the things that you have in the direction that you're heading rather than getting caught up in so much ruminating about the past oh absolutely and and even when you know it you know you know i know this stuff but do i slip yes i slip tons of time you know, it's an ongoing journey. I have to, you know, give myself a bit of a talking to. Come on, Karen, get and you can and you because we get complacent. You know, things can be starting to roll, and then oh, it's all smooth, and then I get complacent, and you know, I can get a bit lazy with certain things, and and then all of a sudden I'm drifting, and I find myself getting back into these because we're, you know, we we, we will go back to our habitual ways of being. And you, you, but it, but I don't stay there so long. So it's this on ongoing thing to just get, oh, come on, <laughs> get back to it. <laughs> and then it's easier. But I suppose you don't, we don't know what we don't know. And unless I had gone to that meeting, which was, I don't know, 40, 40 minutes, an hour and a half away, probably, it was West London, um, to here. You know, the guy mentioned these books. So, oh, what's this? I've never even heard of Napoleon. But, you know, unless people have introduced this to them, why would they know? Because it's not taught in schools. And that's why I think it's so important that, you know, there are so many coaches out there that are, 
you know, sharing this and, uh, and and encouraging people to read. And like you say, I mean, how old is that book? Did you say over 100 years old? It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. So with all the success you've had, what's your biggest challenge? Oh, biggest challenge. Right now, my biggest challenge, do you know what? There's a little bit of, um, I, and I never understood this before. So I could understand the fear of failure, the fear of success. I thought, what are you talking about? Why would you be? It's just ridiculous. Um, but I do get it. My biggest challenge now is, I suppose, getting, just making sure we can actually keep up like with fulfillment. Even like with the radio, radio show, I was, um, because I had experience when this company got shut down, the reason it got shut down was they, they couldn't keep up with fulfillment and then then you're going to upset people and so you've got to be careful how, how how you do things so even with the radio show i only start with would only take on 20 because we've got to make sure you know we've got a lot of things that we need to do behind the scenes to make sure it's all right and uh, and it's knowing when to go to that next level right it's like okay i've got my i've got one full-time va We've got to make sure that we can cope with the work because we don't want to let anybody down. And so you're just trying to grow with it. So it's that, yeah, knowing, you know, are you going for the next step too soon? Are you going, <laughs> you know, it's trying to keep that balance because, you know, you've got your clients, you've got, you've got to keep up with so much, but you still want to grow. So... Yeah, it's sort of balancing that now is building my team and at the right pace. Different dance. <laughs> different dance, absolutely. All right, Karen. Yeah, different dance. It's a different dance. We, we end every episode with just our guests sharing their words of wisdom to our entrepreneurial audience. So what are Karen's words of wisdom? Ooh, words of wisdom. My words of wisdom will be take that first step. Take that first step. If it scares you, good. Supposed to. <laughs> um, and get and just take action, but don't try and do it by yourself. I mean, I if I think back now, you know, I know it's difficult for some, you know, depending on what sort of circumstance you're in. We all think we can do it by ourselves. Uh, I'm going to be, and because I suppose I've always been self-employed, you think, oh, it's just something different. But if you want to go the hard way, yeah, go go by yourself. You're going to make tons of mistakes. <clears throat> yeah, you're going to get it wrong. You're going to lose money here, there, and everywhere. The quick route would be to take on a coach because they've been there before. They can guide you through it. Not that a coach is necessarily there to tell you exactly what you do. You've got to still figure it out yourself. But there will be, it's it's going to take you less time. So it's going to save you money because people still think of it. Again, it's a mindset switch, isn't it? People think, oh, I've got to invest in this. But you're investing in yourself. You're not investing in that. You're investing in you. And that, that's, the, that's the best thing you can invest in is to invest in yourself and get the right coach for you that's going to take you from where you want to be to where you want to go. It doesn't have to be a lonely place. And I think especially coming out of lockdown, who wants 
wants to do it by themselves anyway, sat behind their computer. It's much more fun doing it with somebody else. <laughs> Amen. There's so much value in collaborating and working with two minds instead of one. It's so much more. Well, you two. I mean, so you two are perfect. See, because the way I see it, when I see couples work it out, I just think, oh, that's brilliant. Because one and one doesn't equal two. One and one equals five. <laughs> Because everybody brings different things to the table, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's that's what I need. That's what I need to manifest. I need to manifest a partner that's into what I I mean to and wants to join me on my journey. Because, you know, when you do do it by yourself, I do it by myself. You know, I'm little. You know, I'm a little bit all over. I can be a little bit all over the place. I can be a little bit scatty. I have the big ideas, but you know, I need that balance. <laughs> nice. I think you're I think you've already started manifesting it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karen, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure listening to your story. Thank you for having me. Oh, happy new year. This episode is brought to you by intentional decisions that lead to massive success. No, those aren't companies promoting our show. They're qualities that you need to build your business and take control of your life. So to help you out, I'm offering my most popular worksheets to help you plan the future you want and audit your calendar today. The best way to get what you want is to know what it is and start making sure that your calendar matches. You can download them free today at addvaluemindset.com. If you will take action by just completing these two activities, they will change your life and business. I promise you a new level of results in the coming year. The problem is that we make things so complicated and we lose focus on what is really important. These tools will help you refocus on what matters most. When you align your passion with your purpose in your work, you can be happier and start doing the things you wanted to in the first place, like spending more quality time with the kids. To get your free copy of the tools to start tackling your busy schedule, go to addvaluemindset.com. If you enjoy the show, please like, subscribe, leave a review. But most importantly, if you enjoyed this episode, Share it with someone who needs to hear it. Share, share, share. In our next episode, Doug Cornfield talks about selling seeds, shoveling snow, and selling apples to make money as a kid, and then learning sales as an adult selling sporting goods. Doug's child was born with no arms, so when he had the chance to work with the Dave Clark Foundation, he jumped at it. He now helps Dave share his story and run camps for kids with disabilities across the country.